Welcome to the Mental Health in Schools podcast, designed and delivered by Anna Bateman, founder of Halcyon Education. Hello and welcome to Halcyon Education's podcasts. This is episode six and this is a shift from our usual podcast format. So this is going to be a solo from me about the senior mental health lead. Because in the UK, the Department for Education have put together some key aspects around the senior mental health lead role. And I just wanted to give you some ideas and thoughts from my experience over the years about ways that we can approach this mental health lead role and also mental health from a whole school perspective. And according to Forbes, what you bring to the first 100 days in a new job is crucial to your long-term success, often used as a measurement of success with the US president. So whether you are new to the mental health lead role or experienced, I believe there is something that you will be able to gain. And even in reinvigorating your mental health offer post-pandemic and lockdowns. To go along with this podcast, I've written a four-page blog or guide to your first 100 days as a senior mental health lead. So do go to Halcyon Education's website and download your guide from there. First, a quick word from our sponsors. CPOMS is an online system for schools to manage pastoral concerns and events now used by over 10,000 schools. The main reason it works so well is that the categories of information a school logs on CPOMS are chosen by the school, so that the concerns you face that are more unique to your community or individuals can be logged accordingly. It saves a huge amount of time compared to doing things on paper. Chronologies for pupils or school-wide reports can be generated quickly. The Service Point support team provide an incredible standard of service and are one of the main reasons CPOMS spread by word of mouth to so many schools. For more information, go to www.cpoms.co.uk, where you can also book a demo for your school. Now to the podcast. The DRV has determined the outcomes and focus for this senior mental health lead role. It's not a statutory role here in the UK. And they've based the training that training providers need to give in order for the DfE to provide a grant for the senior mental health lead role, have specified it to be around the Public Health England's eight-point model. And we know this model includes several aspects of mental health and emotional well-being and ensures that we start to understand whole school approach and what that looks like for all schools across England and indeed the UK. And if you're not in the UK, I think it's personally a really good model on which to base your whole school approach to mental health. So initially we have leadership and management, so the the support and championing efforts to promote emotional well-being, being able to enable student voice, good staff development, so helping staff understand good mental health, but also understanding the mental health of themselves, identifying need and monitoring impact, of interventions that are in school, working with parents and carers, targeted support and appropriate referrals to external agencies. So this is about knowing who's around around in your area and also what the thresholds for support are from your local government and an ethos and environment that promotes respect and values diversity. 
And then finally, the curriculum, teaching and learning. So being able to promote resilience and social emotional literacy and learning through the curriculum as well. So that's the eight point model from Public Health England. As I say, I think wherever you are in the world, it's a great model to be using as a whole school approach. Of course, I also have on my Housing Education page the 10 Steps to a Mentally Healthy School, which encompasses a lot of those aspects as well. So do take a look at that too. So as I said to you earlier, the Senior Lead for Mental Health training is going to be provided by lots of providers throughout England. And the DfE, the Department for Education, are providing a grant for schools to then use with specified quality assured providers that the DfE has quality assured. And there will be money available for schools to use on this grant, a third of schools now and then past March next year when we're in a new funding year more schools will be able to access this grant and funding. What's interesting about the way that the DfE have specified what these training providers, these quality assured training providers need to provide is there is a network element as well as the ability for school to come away with a strategic plan which suits the needs of their school. So that's the context of the senior mental health lead What about this idea then of 100 days and the first 100 days? What might that look like if you were new enrolled or, as I said, if you're perhaps reinvigorating your mental health offer post-pandemic? Within the first 30 days, it's all about observing and learning. So having a good audit tool, as I said, there's a simple one on my website, is really, really key. And it's about understanding strengths and challenges i.e. meeting with key staff like your safeguarding and child protection lead, your PSHE lead, and also your SENCO as well, so your special educational needs and disabilities lead. Also in that first 30 days, we'll be talking to lots of people and really, as I say, gathering evidence through observing and learning about people's experiences of your school. So speaking to groups of pupils, talking about perhaps stigma and how easy it is for pupils to get support, talking to parents and your your lead staff and really just sort of gathering evidence as you go. The first then 60 days, we start to see that there is a picture emerging on what is working well. You've listened and observed and you've perhaps tested out anomalies, for example. So maybe students or parents have said one thing and staff have said another. Sometimes this can occur, for example, with PSHE or assemblies where experiences of what we provide and the experience of of what's on offer and how it connects and lands with people can sometimes be very different. You may also want to start to look at data and the well-being of all children. So starting to understand not just those who are in crisis, but starting to understand the well-being of all pupils. You also might start to see some common patterns coming through from your safeguarding lead, for example. You start to maybe see some common themes that are regularly coming through on your referrals from staff around safeguarding. So, for example, online bullying or safety could be something that seems to be cropping up a lot and something that you could support with and something that needs looking at as far as a mental health perspective. Perhaps that's something that you could include into curriculum or your assemblies to promote good mental health and resilience. 
And you then may be starting to structure your strategic plan by adding in lots and lots of activities. A note of caution really with your strategic plans, I think sometimes we can be tempted to put an action as just ongoing on a strategic plan, perhaps like assembly is just ongoing or a six weekly review of pastoral data is just ongoing. And it's not that those things need not be there on your strategic plan, but that the strategic plan should be there for new activities with a timescale. So if if assemblies is on there, Are you perhaps putting on that the assembly programme is being reviewed and to be updated and to include Mental Health Awareness Week and that you'll have a point in time at which that will be done and you'll be able to measure some success criteria around that. And you may even have got feedback from students on the impact of the assembly or the lessons perhaps. Now a short break to hear from our sponsors. Stamps by Post is a family-run business and a Royal Mail licensed provider of postage stamps to schools, charities and businesses. So, whether you're a small rural school or a large multi-academy trust, you can have your stamps delivered straight to your door instead of visiting the post office. And when you order before 4pm, they're dispatched the same day via the first-class post. Stamps by Post have been providing customers with a first-class service now for over 25 years. To find out more or to place an order in just a few clicks, go to www.stampsbypost.com. Now back to the podcast. And let's just pause here and just think about some questions you might want some answers to. So is the school's approach to mental health reactive or proactive? By now, that should be something that you have understood or perhaps understood that there are pockets of proactivity and pockets of reactivity. Are all staff on board with the idea of a whole school approach to mental health? Or again, are there some pockets of people or sectors, for example, that perhaps haven't really grasped this whole school approach to mental health and that it is really everybody's business to promote good well-being? Do all staff use the systems and processes for referral and support? Is it understood by everybody? How do staff respond when a student is displaying difficulties or has disclosed a mental health difficulty? Is there a nuanced approach to support or do they refer on to pastoral immediately? And what is staff wellbeing like? Is it a mixed picture? What support have they had to keep themselves well? And I think those questions, and they're on the guide, are really helpful to just pause at that point and make sure that we're answering some of those key questions that I see over the years where sometimes there are challenges where we see proactivity but lots of reactivity or where we start to see that staff are just referring to pastoral immediately without actually dealing with some difficulties or just having conversations and check-ins themselves. And the first 90 days then, are you then confident to lead? Hopefully a vision for the next step is then becoming clear. You will know who the passionate people are in school and you're being able to build a formal and informal team. You're perhaps then beginning to look at staff wellbeing and the impact there. Perhaps there is an opportunity for a questionnaire at this point. Although I would never recommend doing a questionnaire for staff Certainly not in the last few weeks of an academic year. 
But this staff wellbeing questionnaire will help you inform the direction of what's on your strategic plan. And then the first 100 days. Your plan is now complete. You will have gone through this guide. You will have met with the people that you need to meet. You'll begin to vision what it is that your school needs because you're looking at contextual data through safeguarding and PSHE and all students' well-being. And you're starting to understand the strengths and challenges in school for you. You've even perhaps had chance to meet with governors or at least a governor for well-being. And I strongly recommend you then begin to share some successes, any grassroots successes And also, just some key aspects of your vision, what we're wanting to achieve from a mental health perspective and what a whole school approach looks like. You may do this through briefings, through assemblies and through newsletters if you've got one up and running yet. And just know that you won't be able to keep the momentum up and that your energy and your commitment in terms of your time will, of course, be limited. And finally, just a note of caution, your energy levels won't be able to sustain the level of energy that you've perhaps used to gather all this evidence, to have an idea of what's working and what isn't and what the data is telling you in terms of priorities. And this burst of energy will be short-lived, particularly if you don't want to become ill yourself. But you'll have built a team and know who you can work with to get the best well-being and academic outcomes for all children and particularly the most vulnerable. Ensuring that you have a proactive approach and know that some of these activities that are on your strategic plan could take up to three years to get going and get started or even to start to see an impact. And particularly if you're someone in a large school, my experience is these things take time. And particularly if there's a change in culture or or massive systems that are being changed as a result of taking a proactive approach. This will take time. So do go and download the guide from the website, from Halcyon Education's website, and use that to really look at your mental health approach. And of course, there are the 10 steps to a mentally healthy school as well. And there's a little audit tool there for you to get you going on some of these activities too. Next week at the podcast, we will be back to student interviews, which really is one of my favourite aspects of the podcasts overall. Until next time. We hope you enjoyed this podcast. For more information and support on this topic, go to the resources section of the website www.halcyon.education forward slash podcasts.